Season 3 Episode 1, Kyle Bradway is Nitromancer, is the whopping full 30-minute comedy return of Party Down, the cult classic series that ran on Stars over a decade ago. On this podcast, we like to discuss the latest installment of a different series every show. It's February 28th. Welcome to today's episode. You watched the original Party Down, right? Yep. You watched the first two seasons? Mm Mm-hmm. How well do you know the show? Not very well. I just remember everybody who was in it, and I remember the overall plot details. I remember some of the guest stars, too. You had Veronica Mars herself, Mm -hmm. because it was created by the Veronica Mars people. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason Ken Marino was even in this show and casting it originally. Yeah, and I remembered enough where when I watched this episode, when they jumped back into those personalities, I was like, yes. Okay, so what you say about personalities, because I have a game here. It's uh, it's quotes said in the original two seasons of the show, and I wanted to see if you could guess which characters they were, and it's like multiple choice, because I have four options. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do well at this, but yeah, okay. go ahead. So the first quote is, the four Ps and one B, politeness, professionalism, perfectionism, pro- proactive, be on time. Oh, that now, sounds like Ron. Yes, you got that right. Then I have to do the multiple choice. Second one is, it's not lying, it's acting. Look, I was an actor. It's easy. You just use the true bits and you take the fake bits. Oh, wow. Um, That's Constance? Is that Jane Lynch? Uh, no, but I have the four options. It's either Ron, Kyle, Henry, or Bobby St. Brown, played by Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, so it could be someone who's not in the original cast. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah. Okay, well then, um, we go through the options again. Ron, Kyle, Henry, Bobby St. Brown. Bobby St. Brown. No, it's by Henry. Henry? Oh, okay. <laughs> Third one is, you know acting is like crime, but instead of guns or clubs, I assault you with emotions. That was either Roman, Constance, Henry, or Kyle. I mean, Kyle? Yeah, you got that right. All right. And then the last one is, the only way I'm Googling you in 10 years is if you get very creative in the way that you kill yourself. Kyle, Roman, Casey, or Lydia. Casey? Casey? No, Sorry. That was Roman. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, all right. I don't know. That makes sense. He's the more cynical of the two. But Casey did have like that smart Alec thing. It was really sad to not see her in this season. Yeah, so uh, scheduling played a huge conflict with everyone. In fact, they basically the whole cast said it was a miracle they were even able to get six episodes done. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's different from the first two seasons, which were both 10 episodes. But Lizzie Kaplan just couldn't do it because I think she was doing the Fleshman is in Trouble series and the upcoming Fatal Attraction series. It but- is nuts how like every single one of them went on to like do a pretty big big show yeah in fact adam scott is shooting severance season two and jane lynch is on broadway at least as of now doing yeah. a show called funny girl i uh, mean not even just now though because adam scott before severance was well known for parks and rec which i think he got right after party down or like during it and then lizzie kaplan um also had masters of sex for a while mm-hmm. and she's been in a ton of stuff martin short silicon valley spider-man Ken Marino, it's like if you don't recognize him from <laughs> some comedy over the last couple of years, then not, you're not, not watching that. TV or, or movies. And then Jane Lynch, Glee, Weakest Link. Though Glee was, I think, during Party uh, Down. And yeah. then Ryan Hansen. That's part of the reason she couldn't show up in season two of Party Down, that she was only in one season. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She left in the second season. Martin Starr started. isn't doing Tulsa King, which is filming season two as of now. Ryan Hansen, as you were saying, he did his like, YouTube Red series. Ryan Hansen solves crimes on television. <laughs> Yes, that was probably the smallest show, but it made fun of itself for that exact reason. And I think they even brought in a lot of the party down folks 
into that show for like a reunion type of episode uh, just to finish up on uh kaplan she did like send cupcakes to the stories photo shoot and said that if there was a season four that she would not miss it oh good so. okay no, no no that makes me happy i'm also happy they didn't like kill her character off or anything they actually addressed it they said that she'd made it big that she'd gone on to snl that then she had like married some big guy or like some big hollywood yeah. guy and then uh henry also got married on his own and then has kids now so it's going to be interesting how, like, they're first of all going to have to break him up because he's going to end up with the love interest of Evie this season. Yep. And that's played by... Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner, who looks a little bit like Lizzie Kaplan, but not that much. The funniest thing about uh, Jennifer Gardner being cast in this role is that they didn't have her in mind, but they were like, we want a Jennifer Gardner type. And then when they went to her, she was just like, yeah, I'll do it. And they were really surprised, but that's how they, they were able to get them. One of the things I found best about this episode was the amount of cameos or at least guest stars that I did not expect to be in it. Like Jennifer Garner, James Marston, Quinta Brunson, and Fran Kranz. I think like, at this point, it's not only gained a cult following, but also like a Hollywood following because of how much that comedy based from the Veronica Mars world has stretched. Mm -hmm. Like J.K. Simmons, James Franco later on, though I don't think he would appear in this type of series. But it's it's just it's just a fun... I remember back then I was like, this is really good. And then I also knew that not enough people were watching it. It got canceled. Yeah, because viewership was incredibly down. But like, it still felt that it had meat on the bone. So unlike with like Arrested Development, I know people felt that that got canceled too soon. But when they brought it back on Netflix, it just wasn't the same. This one, first of all, was brought back by Stars. So that's like, I'm surprised Stars is still capable of bringing back a show like this. They canceled it at the time because they were trying to drift into reality. I know they've tried to sell themselves a few times to different networks and, and get stars, swallowed up. And yeah. yet they're bringing back this show almost like 12 years later. And they're saying, hey, we can have the original personalities. And, and for the most part, I think this show is a success. I think it was really funny. I think everybody was able to jump back in. And, and honestly, if this had only been a one-off, like a 30 minute like hey take a look at this just to make you feel good i would have accepted it 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 didn't feel like i the, the thing about the characters is unlike children's hospital or angie tribeca or burning love ryan hansen solves crimes on television it's not that absurd like the yeah, people yeah. feel grounded enough where the comedy is crazy but like they are it's almost like this fool where you do expect there to be some semblance of reality and they kept it up 10 years later bringing it back to this world. It's not like they were all just working the same job still. They all had different lives. But now after the pandemic, it's going to be really cool to see how they interweave everything to get everybody back together. They uh, they got the original writers from the first two seasons. This, to me, was what that 90s show, I feel like, wanted to be. Or at least what a lot of reunion shows want to be. But they actually kept the same cast. And they kept the characters the same. And it was still funny. I think that but it, it really see, is. That's, that's to my point, what I was just saying, is that like the, the 70s show, that 70s show, ended after it kind of jumped the shark yeah party no, down agree. never jumped the shark before it ended and it ended so quickly into its life it's two seasons it's not that much time That's and so it. bringing it back it really did feel like it was an authentic uh, callback as opposed to with that 70s show where it felt in like a big cash in and i'm even if they had brought in all the characters from that 70s show and made them do 10 episodes yeah it would have been nostalgic and it probably would have had a few funny jokes but it would have been like if you brought back The Office now, it wouldn't be the same. It work as well. This yeah. felt borderline close to the same. It felt like if you were to bring back The League, 
now <laughs> and honestly the the setting of this episode in that bar looked a lot like the league and some of the guest star appearances mm-hmm. and stuff it's very related to that show just not as well sometimes it's crass I it mean, doesn't have a Jason Manzoukas character. This thing, it was created by John Enbaum, Rob Thomas, Dan Etheridge. And did you know Paul Rudd created this as well? I did see his name. Wasn't sure if you knew that. Yeah, Brian Gordon, he directed this episode. He's worked on some movies, but then kind of went exclusively to TV in 1995. And yeah, I, I just, I really enjoyed this. What but would you what, give this you episode? You keep on talking about this is... episode, but you're not talking about what's in it. So we find out that Kyle Bradbury, played by Brian Hansen, mm-hmm. is, uh, has finally made it big. That was his whole gist in his first two seasons as he was supposed to be the young up-and-comer yeah. guy who was... And so it reminded me a lot of Entourage where uh, Vinny got the Aquaman role, but he's got a Nitromancer. You see all these poster boards for him, but then what happens? A video leaks. Oh, he's at this big party gathering at this bar and he's hired Party Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and guess who still works for Party Down? The only one from the original cast. Mm-hmm besides ron who leads the whole thing is roman yeah and so he's making sarcastic remarks back and forth they used to have a thing kind of like his silicon valley character with um kumail nanjiani i I forget their names in that show but um where am i going with this oh so video leaks and it shows that kyle's past band that he was the lead singer of karma rocket had played a song at a wedding where he was saying some borderline nazi anti-semitic things that he didn't even realize were so bad (laughs) and so then he has to work on an apology video with one of the influencer people who are working the party down station but then ron breaks his phone not realizing it's uh kyle's phone and uh and then he kind of gets uh what fired from the part quinta brunson like is his agent and she says we'll be fine and then she goes and signs someone else well the apology video was probably one of my favorite parts because i kept on laughing it reminded me so much of the ryan hansen he's checking yeah he was checking like what the best filter was to use on it Mm -hmm. and then uh and then also as an instagram influencer you are aware of these jokes no no (laughs) okay uh fran kranz ended up being the one that leaked the video that's what's revealed at the very ending of it well, I don't know what his name is in the show, but he was the guitarist, and he was uh, giving off some weird vibes. That was also like an It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia joke, where they just kept on going back to the weird character, kind of like the Jimmy Simpsons character in there. And he just called himself the left hand, and at the very end, he just disappeared from the face <laughs> of the earth. I had a few favorite jokes in this. First of all, Ken Marino, when he came in there and he had gray hair, I thought it was real. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> so they are showing a little bit of age here. And then later on, you find out it was just gray paint because he had gotten a bad review saying that he looked too young or something. And then Martin Short, Roman De Beers, his cynical, astute like view of the world, I had completely missed i like i don't remember it as well but like he was really on top of things here despite the fact that he was also sort of a loser so i i found that funny i know that the creators uh just kind of piggybacking off of that the creators said that they wanted to make the characters grow up like they didn't want everyone to be in the same place as they were back in 2012 when the show originally ended yeah yeah because (laughs) that would just be really depressing to show that no one had like kind of well it's also pretty funny though and then jane lynch's character got really rich right Mm -hmm. and uh i'm used to seeing her playing a smart aleck villain even on the weakest link when she hosts that show she's like insulting people constantly and in this show it's like even if she's insulting people she's also trying to be a little nice i guess yeah i mean she immediately said yes when she got the call that's what i think also is so great about this show is that (laughs) every million dollars (laughs) everyone you can tell is like just friends with each other and the chemistry just like i bounces off the screen yeah i just thought it was funny 
the high school teacher joke also where um ryan hansen looks at uh i'm gonna keep on referring to them by their real names but um where kyle looks at henry and he's like so what are you doing these days and he's like i'm a high school teacher oh cool on what show (laughs) yeah and so like all the jokes are there um it reminded me a little bit of like if they had thrown a murderer in there it would be like the after party Mm -hmm. because that was also sort of a reunion um i already mentioned this fool but specifically ron because the way that he tries to control party down and ron does seem nicer in the reboot like if you watch the original series ken marino is pretty mean like he just he's dumb and he's mean and he's a he's a boss who just wants to own the company and so him actually getting the chance to here is pretty funny and then him immediately losing the company because of 14 months in covid at the very end there is also hilarious did you know that he's part of a band apparently with joel truglio david wayne and weird al yankovic he's in a middle-aged man band Huh. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I know that originally. You were talking about things that you compare it to. I would almost compare this 100% to uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is why whenever I'm talking about the characters, I'm also using their actual It's not names. that real, though, because they're not making fun. Like, James Marsden was not playing James Marsden. I meant the more like the type of humor that they had sure. and the tone that it was going for. Mm-hmm. I, I felt that that was very connected to it. It's also crazy, though, how like 10 years ago doesn't feel that long, but all the influencer jokes... And the fact that there was the guy with the dreadlocks and he was like, yeah, you got to measure your content. I'm not into acting, blah, blah, blah. It feels like that would have fit into the show back then. Yeah, but and, it's even more It's even yet, more so a case now. Well, no, like even seven years ago, I feel like that joke was just starting to come about. But like 10 years ago just was too much. Like it was before that. Even though smartphones existed, the internet existed, people were putting out their own YouTube videos. It just was not the same. People hadn't gotten the same type of fame. Vine hadn't existed yet. I, I guess the biggest uh, internet sensations you'd be talking about are like Smosh and PewDiePie. <laughs> and, I don't know. And you know that they were actually planning on doing a party down movie like a couple years ago. Yeah, and I'm happy they decided to do this instead. I don't know how they would have been able to do a movie. Like it doesn't just seem like, like the Veronica Mars movie. They did two of those, didn't they? I think that Party Down was ahead of its time. I mean, like, it, that's part of the reason why I don't think it became popular until really it hit streaming platforms and people had a connection with it. Until it hit, like, Netflix. But yeah. that was that was only a couple years after it left, left the air. Yeah, but that was still, like, the early 2010s. I remember when I saw Adam Scott show up in Parks and Rec, I was disappointed because I thought, okay, well, that means Party Down really isn't <laughs> going to come back. I mean, Parks and Rec, again, you, you can, like, talk about any of this, these TV shows. Even though that's a mockumentary, it still feels like that's a good connection with Party Down. But out of all the shows to come back, if Parks and Rec had said, we can do another season, or Party Down said, we can do another season, I think I would have still picked Party Down. Yeah, no, absolutely. Be- well, I, no, I, I would go with 99% of people would not no, pick I that. know, but I, <laughs> I, I would as well. Parks and Rec, yeah, it's a great show, but also it was more family-oriented in that way. So I actually do find Party Down funnier than Parks and Rec. What and- was the Don Cheadle show that they could improv the entire time? And it, it was like, it also had uh, the Veronica Yeah, like, like Bench Words as well. Yeah, House of Lies, mm-hmm. is that what it was called? Yeah, I think it was House of Lies. Okay, anyways, go ahead. The Yeah, the reviews for this season, it's received critical acclaim. It has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes and 8.2 on IMDb. Collider gave a favorable review saying, Party Down Season 3 is a welcome return that makes one wish this show never went away in the first place. Mm-hmm. IGN gave the first five episodes which were given to them for this season. They awarded a 9 out of 10. And then AV Club Tile, their review, Party Down Season 3 premiere, a rare TV revival that works. They gave the premiere a B+. And it's so simple, and it's so stupid, and yet it still felt 
way more authentic than 99% yeah. of the things that come back. That's why I'm also afraid about a Parks and Rec thing that returns, because I feel like it would just be a lot of winking at the camera being like, hey, we're doing this for you, fans. And this, it just felt like those characters had returned 10 years later just to show us what was going on. Almost like they didn't want to be there. Because, again, with Henry, he's kind of playing a weird Adam Scottish version of himself where he's uh, a narcissist, not a narcissist. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, where he's a little bitter still, yeah, you know? obviously. And they also put, put in the joke where uh, Jennifer Gardner or Evie realized that he was the guy from, um, what's, the, what's the tagline? Are we having fun yet? And James Marsden did that too. In March 2021, season three was listed in development. In November 2021, a six-episode revival of the series was ordered by stars, and filming took place in between January and March of 2022. I would give this episode like a nine out of ten. I would have given it a nine out of ten, but without Kaplan's character, Kaplan, uh, whatever, how do you say Kaplan. Kaplan, there you go. Uh, an eight. I will give it an eight. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.